Here's three things that I learned, and this is something that I told one of my um, first interns when I was a creative director at a company. Um, there's three things to keep in mind when you're a new employee. And this doesn't have to just be an employee, but when you're joining a large or any kind of large organization, um, these are the three things when you're new and when you're young. Because um, when you're old, you should know these things. But when you're young, you don't know these things. And these are the three things. Number one, be quick. Everything you do, just be quick. Don't rush, but be quick. Two, uh, be enthusiastic about all the tasks that are given to you and about any of the initiatives that there are. Not overly enthusiastic, not like a psycho. Just normal, be like, great, done. That's all you have to say. And then three, don't tell any jokes. And I'm so serious about that. Everyone thinks I'm joking. Everyone thinks I'm joking or trying to be facetious. And I'm not, I'm dead serious. Don't tell a joke. And I'll get into that why uh, in a second. So one, be quick. Why should someone be quick? Um, so if you're not quick and you do things slowly, people will think you're stupid or lazy. It's just how people think. And maybe you're just um, deliberate and delicate. But if you're at an entry-level job and you're young, your job doesn't require being delicate. Your job doesn't require that. They're not paying you to be delicate. They're paying you to get things done. And this is how you know organizations work. People pay people who they manage so they, the manager doesn't have to do it. I'm a manager, and here's task A. I don't want to do task A. I'm going to hire someone to do task A so I can focus on the things that I think I'm, you know, are going to help reach, reach the company's goals or organization or whatever it is. So, one, be quick. Because if I tell you, hey, can you do this? Yeah. I come back two hours later, and you're still doing that, the test that might have taken 30 minutes. Hey, uh, are you done with that? Oh, just finishing up. I want to make sure it's right. See, now I'm like, okay, like, uh, it's either you're stupid or, you, or you're lazy. Um, either I caught you, like slow rolling it on purpose, or you really you didn't understand what I said. All of which points to I might think you're not suited for the job, and so immediately you're gonna have to climb out of that hole. So if you're that person and you're like, well, I just like doing things like the right way, that's fine. Um, but it's better to do things quickly wrong than to take a long time wrong, because if you do it quickly wrong, you still have time to fix it. And you can ask for feedback. This is also something that school will teach us the exact opposite of. School will teach you, well, just do the answers. Take as long as you need and, da, 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 and make sure it's right when you turn it in. It's not how the world works. Unless you're in very high stakes negotiations or very high stakes uh, anything. Most things can be repaired. Most things can be fixed. Most things do need revisions. Um, even even on the I used to work in software as well. Even on the largest partnerships that we had, I mean, we're talking like twenty five revisions of like a project and a product that we're co building and co promoting. So I mean, even at the high high level where there's you know, hundreds of thousands of users and millions of dollars on the line, even that you don't have to come right. You just have to come with some sort of idea and be quick and be prompt. So don't worry about being slow. Don't worry about being too fast. Just be quick. And get it done. Number two, be enthusiastic. Why should you be enthusiastic? Because if you don't make an effort to be enthusiastic, people might think you don't like working there. And they pick up on that. Because with the new guy, this is the number one thing that they'll say about you as the new guy when you're not in the room. So, what do you think of the new guy? First is, is he smart enough? Or she? And two is, does he like it here? Because there's two different camps. There's the people that have been working at the company for a long time. And they're cynical. And they're trying to pick up on maybe someone else realizes that it really sucks here too. 
And that's not necessarily true. So if you don't give enthusiasm, they're going to start putting you in a camp. And that camp is, uh, this guy hates it here um, and is not very enthusiastic about his job. So, which means not a right fit. So to get over that, when someone says, how are things going? Just say, great. Simple as that. Learning a lot. Don't dive in about, this is complicated, that's complicated, this person helped me. This Don't give specifics either. People don't want to know specifics. They just are trying to get a read. Or is this person like gelling and kind of fitting in our corporate culture or organization's culture? Anything, any organization. They're trying to figure out like, is he going to be helpful when we try to do stuff or is he going to be a pain in the butt? So, um, and then the third one, which again, I'm not joking when I say this. I'm dead serious. Do not tell jokes your first month on a job. You have no idea. All the, so there's first two points. These first two points, they're not nearly as important as this third one. Because if you tell a bad joke, people automatically go, what a dummy. If you tell a bad joke in front of people, or a joke that's not very tasteful, or a joke that people don't understand, they, they will think you're stupid. It is just how it works. And I'm, think about anyone that you met for the first time, and they told a bad joke in front of you like at the first meeting. And you're like, well, who hired this guy? This guy can't even tell a joke. But humor is a form of intelligence. So if people think that, wow, they don't understand humor or our humor, he must be stupid. It is det- it, will, it could ruin your standing at the company, and eventually you'll be given less and less responsibility until they just let you go. So um, don't tell jokes. Because and here's, So here's some other reasons why you shouldn't tell a joke. Um, one, you don't know what kind of jokes they like to tell. Two, you haven't earned the gravitas to tell a joke yet. You'll know when you can. Because people will say, hey, what do you think, new guy? Let's hear a joke. They'll literally prompt you for a joke. But don't tell one of your own volition. Wait for the group to say, new person gets to tell a joke with us. And if they're piling on someone, do not pile on with them. Just say, oh, this, this X and Y guy, he stinks. He's no good. He's, he's an idiot. What do you think, new guy? Do you like that guy or not? Just bow up. Say, oh, I, I don't know anything about that. They'll go, oh, good. Playing it safe. It's, it's a test. And they don't even realize they're testing you. But they're trying to see, like, oh, does this person think the same thing that I think? And you will bow out saying, like, I don't know anything about that. And you'll they'll think, wow, what a again, that's a smart move. Everyone will think, well, smart way to navigate that politically. So there's some other sub things to do too here. I want to go through them real quick. One is identify the key social groups in the company. Just like at school, just like in cafeteria, just like anything you've done, uh, organizations get divided into in-groups. So there's usually the the cool group or the uh, influential group that gets things done, typically, especially if it's a business. Um, There is the people that are cynical group and people that hate working there, but they're too uh, afraid to quit. They're, They're not kind of doing anything and, and typically they don't have a lot of influence in the company most likely the people that are at director level jobs or at board level or have a, or a c-suite or a c-level title they are usually considered the influential and or cool group but that's not always the case and sometimes there's groups within that depending on how big your company is um two find out who the pariahs are in the company this is actually even more important than uh finding out the social groups find out how, who the people are saying 
you'll or you'll realize, wow, I shouldn't work with that person because they're trying to get that person fired. There are people like that in every organization. Steer clear of them. If they ask you to be on a project, and hopefully you're not working for this person directly, because if you're not, they ask you, hey, can you kind of help me with this project? If the pariah asks you that, say, I, I, gotta, I'm, I really got a lot of stuff for my direct supervisor. I can't do that right now. Um, but if you want to ask him and see if you can assign stuff, don't be, don't be gullible and don't be a pushover and don't be stupid and say, yeah, I'm just trying to help out. Again, don't. Pariahs will try to drag you into their group because they know that they're on the out group and they're going to try to drag you in so that they can gain uh, more favor with the organization. Who knows? And again, it's not to be mean to them, but there's no reason for you to sacrifice your career because someone else, for some reason, whether it's right or not, cannot fit in. Uh, this isn't a charity. It's not like um, if you know, you're sharing a piece of bread in like some prison camp. This is a job, and they'll be able to find another job. But some people just aren't right fit for a company. Um, then find out what the unwritten rules are. So there's a lot of rules. You know, If you're in a sales team or you're in a marketing team, you know, th- these are the rules and this is how you do things. This is where we go to eat lunch. There's like unwritten rules like, like oh, well, we only use this side of the floor. We, uh, we don't really interact with that team that much. And then find out. So you find out all your rules. Then you have to find out who breaks these rules and why. So there's some people who have no rules attached to them. They, do, they can do anything they want. Those are the people you need to figure out um, how you can be like them. Because when you don't have any rules in an organization, that's great. Because that means you can get things done quicker. And you can be more successful. So you have to find out what that person did to get to that position. Sometimes it's, um, usually it's tied to success. It's very rare that it's not the case. Usually it's because they've brought so much to the table that they don't want to tie them down with rules. Now that's if it's a well-run organization. If it's a corrupt organization, it's usually because of nepotism or cronyism or some kind, something like that. And then last the mo- uh, another really important one. I mean, they're all, I've said every single one's important. This one's also important. Find out uh, from your supervisor what your goals are, what your milestones are, and ask for feedback often. When I say often, I mean like once a week. How did I, and, and, and be succinct about it. Did you see everything? I t- assume that they also did. So um, is there anything that you think I needed to change from last week? And they say yes or no. If they say, yeah, change this, this, and this. Don't ask why. Just be like, okay, and try to figure out why. And if you can't figure it out, change, make the changes come back like, hey, I made those changes. Um, can you go a little bit deeper on, on, on why you saw those changes? I just want to make sure that I can understand what you're going to, what, what kind of work you would want me to do. Again, it's, you're, you're, you don't want to encumber them with more questions. And you don't want to tell them everything that you think either. You're just trying to be the best supporting person for them. That's really how uh, organizations and hierarchies work. Anyway, that's the end of the TED Talk. You guys are getting restless. Hold on. Okay, Jace, how to survive first month on the job. Enforce your will first day. Fight the alpha male. Create discourse. Smile during meetings. Thank people for feedback. Um, Fight the alpha male. That's probably the best one. Yeah. If you can also, I mean, depending on the organization, if you find out who's big dog there and you can chop him off at the legs, pro move I'm not sure what kind of organization that would be that would work usually that's like how it works in uh, gorillas or for chimpanzees but I think you know it might work at a corporation
Hi guys, thanks again for listening to another podcast. As a reminder, all of these podcasts are excerpts from my live streams that I do every Monday and Wednesday at twitch.tv slash superdangergaming. We have a lot of fun in the chat. Uh, I get into a lot of petty arguments with my viewers because uh, I'm a mature and well-adjusted adult. So I'd love to see you there.